Thank you so much for your lovely comments there, Chris and Paul. I really appreciate that. I love the fact that you like these videos and uh, I will keep them coming for as, for as much and as long as I can. So uh, very much appreciated there, your feedback. And I do need a bit of technical advice from you guys uh, today or anytime you like it really. And I thought I'd, uh, I need to exasperate this, uh, this whole explanation a little bit more in order for my question for advice to make a little bit of sense here. So um, I'm using a GoPro to record these videos, which is a GoPro Hero 5 Black. And I got these cameras, I've got two of them, and I got them in the sale, in the recent sale. So GoPro, they've been known for their action cameras for quite some time. And I've had a GoPro Hero 4 Silver, I believe, for a few years. My wife gave that to me as a Christmas present once, or birthday present or something, I think in 2013, 2014. So quite a while ago. And at first I didn't really quite know what to do with it. Um, but as I looked into the versatility of that thing and the quality of that thing, I was thinking, whoa, there's a lot of potential in there. So uh, then the Hero 5 came out and then the Hero 6 came out, which was just weird because the only difference between my Hero 4 Silver and my Hero 5 Black is the fact that the Hero 5 does 4K in 30 frames a second. And this is kind of where that question is leading up to. So my previous GoPro could only do, I think, 2.7K in 30 frames or 4K at 15 frames, which is not something you can really use. But uh, this one can do 4K in 30 frames. And in fact, this is what we're currently watching. And uh, this is the question. Does it really make a difference if I produce these videos in 4K in 30 frames? Or check this out. It's my favorite feature here. Every time you press this, the thing says wait. Wait, wait, wait. It's one of those things when you can't wait to make a rap remix with, with that voice featuring that. Anyway, so uh, recently I started playing around with the 4K 30 frame option. And there's a few, there's so many settings on the GoPro, it's kind of hilarious really. So one of the things is that it does do 4K 30 frames in this super wide format that we're seeing right now. So you can see my other handlebar here, for example. And the 1080 option has that as well. But when you do the, when you lower the resolution, even to as much as 2.7K, it then adds an image stabilization to the whole mix. And do keep in mind, this is not the latest GoPro. So the latest one is the Hero 7, which the company have sold currently, have recently introduced for 399 bucks. Oh, plus tax. And, the previous Hero 6, that did, I believe, 4K 60 frames. And other than that, it was just kind of an internal reshuffle of components. They've tried, they're not using the Amborella CPU or system on a chip anymore. They're using their own GoPro design chip and everything. That was the main difference between the whole GoPro Hero 5 and the Hero 6. And the fact that the 6 could do 4K in 60 frames. So it's a bizarre. Bizarre, bizarre, bizarre. Is 4K even a thing? I mean, I've, I've been away from the professional TV industry. I mean, I understand it's kind of there, but do we need it? Is, is 4K something like, is this the retaliation of the monitor manufacturers who realized 3D TV 
was actually not a thing. I guess they wanted it to be a thing. And when they noticed that no one was actually interested, they thought, oh, perhaps we'll just give them something else to keep cranking out new technology. And this kind of feels to me as if 4K is a little bit along those oops, lines. And I don't really know if, if it's a thing, you know? So, um, but more and more videos on YouTube are 4K. But it begs the age-old question, just because we can, is it a good idea, you know? It's one of those things. So I thought I'll try it out and let you decide. What do you think? Is 4K in 30 frames a thing that we should be doing? Or shall I just go back to 1080p 60? I tell you the implications, and this is really, this is just geek out hardware chat really, isn't it? So uh, the, the limitations of the GoPro Hero 5 is that it can either do 4K 30 frames, or it can do something in a higher frame rate in a lower resolution. So I've been doing these videos in 1080p 60 frames and I thought that's quite nice because it gives a really smooth, what's the word, movement there, there we go. So you can see all this, this wonderful background streaming, utterly smooth and YouTube supports that as well. It's not a, it hasn't always supported that and Vimeo does not support it, which is uh, kind of the reason why I'm putting these things on YouTube because Vimeo does not support 60 frames a second. As, as of 2018 which is kind of weird because they're saying well you know we're like the video people and stuff and not quite the case the way I see it but hey one of those things so YouTube supported and you know my GoPro supports it and it looks very very good now YouTube always does stuff re-encoding no matter what you do youtube always re-encodes stuff and the end result doesn't look as phenomenal as the stuff that i'm actually recording so if you see this at a high data rate you think whoa this is amazing but of course by the time you watch it on youtube 90 percent of that is turned into a pixelated mush even at 1080p 60. so there we go this is the question now if i make these in 4k like i'm doing right now does it make a difference you will notice that the movement itself it's still smooth but it's not as super butter smooth as the 60 frame motion is but at the upside is that the resolution is a little bit nicer so but I don't know if that actually makes a difference once you watch this you know so let me know down below in the comments It'd be really interesting for me to see if you find this more mesmerizing than what you've watched yesterday uh, see if it actually makes a difference in regards to your viewing pleasure do you like 60 frames more than 30 frames or do you like do you prefer 1080p to 4k or does it not make a difference so that's kind of the frame rate slash resolution issue the other thing is the image stabilization thing that i wanted to bring to your attention and it's again it's one of those geeky things in order to provide electronic image stabilization which is what the gopro has built in all the gopros including the hero 7 have built in is this thing called optical image stabilization and it's not something that is uh, computers can do it you know by basically just zooming in to your frame of view a little bit and then they're having a look at what elements are in there and which are changing from frame to frame and they find similarities between them they will say oh okay this needs to be stabilized whereas the other thing can you know zoomed in they can just uh, go kind of wobble around and that's how you avoid vibrations and all that and the iPhone 6s I believe had that the iPhone 6 had that electronic image stabilization stabilization whereas the plus models they then introduced 
optical image stabilization. And that is something else. So the optical means that the actual, either the image element or the lens move around, physically move around and even out whatever vibrations cause a movement and then basically create a counter movement to do that. And the advantage of optical image stabilization, a bit like a gimbal would do, is that you don't lose resolution. Whereas when you do it electronically, you need to really capture more of the frame in regards to pixels than the stuff you're going to put out later. So there we go, that's the difference. And the GoPro supports image stabilization. This generation of the GoPro is now two years old really uh, supports the the electronic kind of first iteration of their image stabilization when i film in 4k i lose that because the gopro really can only capture 4k it cannot capture anything higher than that and then apply image stabilization to it because it would need to capture i don't know five or six k for that to happen but this generation doesn't do that so if I do this in 4K with 30 frames, then we will get a wider frame of view compared to the 1080p efforts, at which point I can employ image stabilization. And then, you know, it's, uh, it's, it, it may or may not make an improvement. So that's the other thing I want to bring to your attention that this now in 4K and me going over bumps and all that does not have image stabilization enabled. I can disable that as well on the 1080p footage, at which point I also get the wider frame. But at the same time, you know, I, I, I just don't know if it makes a difference. So I just thought, you know, I'll bring that to your attention and let you decide what type of quality you want to see. Well, other than that, it's a beautiful sunny day in Miami Beach. Uh, I'm, of course, on my way to work. Uh, it's a six-day work week for me this week. And interestingly enough, it'll be also another six-day working week for me next week, which is crazy. But uh, the, the cool thing is they're very short shifts, so they're kind of between four and six hours every day. And that is, uh, that's very that's very nice you know you just you don't even notice you're working you're kind of on your way there and also it gives me more time to chat to you guys which is you know a bonus there and especially if I don't finish late in the evening some days I may even get two videos out of it let's see what happens yes another thing I need some advice about but we'll leave that for another time is this whole you know the whole YouTube history thing so I think I'm gonna explain that in a little bit more detail next time when we meet no doubt and then we can discuss YouTube and my history with YouTube uh, in a little bit more detail other than that I'm nearly at work I'm gonna have to start in a minute going shopping for people of course and I must I must I must admit I really enjoy this little job you know it really isn't taxing it is very nice yesterday I met a lovely Jewish couple who were shopping in the store and they said hey there's the Instacart guy and I thought hey that's me hi and they were mesmerized by the way that we put things on the shelf so when we go shopping for customers then we don't just put things in bags and put it on a shelf it, shelf stable items go on the shelf like you know cans and produce that uh, and bread and all the stuff that that just can live in your cupboard basically but fridge items go in a dedicated fridge and freezer items frozen stuff go in a dedicated freezer 
and of course that's for health and safety and, and food safety reasons and all that and so that uh, once we grab things from the big freezer in the supermarket we whack it in a bag we check it out at our own little self-checkout thing we print the label and then we put it on the dedicated shelf so freezer items in the freezer fridge items in the fridge and then the drivers know where to grab it from so we then note down what location set back for set order can be found at and then you know it's just a, it's a very interesting system so this couple they were they were looking at this and said oh wow this is great that little kid with them and they had a few questions about the app and for them it's important that when an item is not in stock that we provide replacements for them. And of course, uh, they say, well, it's very important for us that we get kosher replacements because otherwise we can't use them. And I thought, yeah, you know, that's actually very important. And uh, I told them a little bit about the app and about the service and that they can add little comments on each item. For example, you know, make sure this is a kosher replacement or uh, please only replace it with kosher replacements or add something in the app, which is also available that if an item is not in stock, you as a customer can specify that you want a particular different type of item. So if your favorite brand of bread, old wholemeal bread, for example, is not available, then, and if you don't specify what else you want, then the system kind of just generates customer favorites, you know, and we can then go and pick from that. But you as a customer can also say, actually, if, they don't have that particular brand, give me another one. Or something, you know, uh, even more extreme if you have something, if you want cherries, for example. Cherries are currently out of season. Uh, we would say, well, it's difficult. If cherries are not available, what we're going to do? Perhaps give you frozen cherries? I mean, that's kind of at least the genetically similar substance there. It's just a different, I guess, state you know state of being frozen versus fresh but of course that's not what you had expected as a customer so you can say well should cherries not be available you can also give me an apple or you can give me these particular grapes or you can give me i don't know a loaf of bread or something so if you have that expectation as a customer if you have that wish as a customer you can add that in the app so i explained that all to them and it was really really nice actually to just meet the customer from the other end because I'm only you know the shopper I don't really have that experience of ordering stuff online there myself uh, maybe I should actually create an account and try this out as a customer so I can give people more advice on that but anyway that was just a, an interesting just experience for me and I thought you know this was, this was nice and this is why I really like my job and of course it's part-time very flexible and so I think it's a match made in heaven Speaking of which, I'm going to have to go do that thing now. I will see you guys later. Let me know about the 4K versus 1080p, 30 frames, 60 frame, wide image stabilization. Any thoughts are appreciated. Thank you so much for watching. I will see you next time. Bye-bye. While I do perfectly understand that, you know, sometimes bad things happen, it's never nice when they do happen. And uh, after my shift today, I came home, oh, I came home, I came outside where my bike is parked, and the thing that I discovered was this. Now you tell me what is wrong with this picture. This is my bike, obviously, and it's got the handlebars, it's got the, the GoPro holder here on there still, but what it doesn't have anymore is a saddle which used to be here 
Now, this wouldn't be so amazingly sad if this wasn't the second saddle that was stolen here directly from from my bike. Um, this is the first time this has happened outside Publix and I only worked here for like two months, so it's crazy. The first time this actually happened was when I was right at home. So I used to leave my bike downstairs. This is a kind of a gated community, five-story building with about 12 people or 12 apartments there. And sadly, the saddle was stolen literally right from, from, from downstairs. Absolutely crazy. So um, this is less fun than I had uh, anticipated. The good thing is I can put my bike onto one of our trolleys here and then just get the trolley home and invest, you know, last week's earnings into another freaking saddle. $100 I won't see again. But hey, one of those things.